It's another exciting day in the city of Megalopolis, where the superheroes save the day, and the lawyers save the superheroes. And today is a very special day. The first day of Harper Hallow's new summer associate job with the law firm of Smith, Schmied, Smets, and Smid. Harper Halo. Hallow, but yes, that's me. This way, please. You have your I-9 and your W-4? Yes, here. Digitized. Please walk through the door to your left for your employee photograph. Okay. Oh, this is so exciting. I can't believe I'm finally here. You know, this is my first job. Well, not my first job. I used to work at an ice cream stand, but but my first job in law. I'm so ready to jump in and make a... Yes, very exciting. Look at the camera, please. Okay. Oh, wait, no, I have to... Oh, no. You may collect your ID badge. Congratulations, Miss Hallow. It seems you are officially an employee. Welcome to Smith, Smith, the Smiths and Smythe. So, um, is there any way I can retake this picture? Yes. Oh, great! Please proceed across the hall. But the camera's here? Miss Hallow, I have allotted 17 minutes for this tour. You will have to retake the photograph later. Oh, uh, oh, okay. Now to check your personal details. Your name is Harper Hallow, pronounced Hallow, age 24, pronouns they, them. Yep, that's all right. Your name and pronouns can be updated at any time through the lowest computers. Unless, of course, I am giving a tour that is only supposed to be 17 minutes. Okay. The lowest computers are you, right? I am the Law Office Integrated System AI that runs this building, yes. In addition to the company Compad that I am using to speak to you now, I am accessible through any of the other machines in the office. Any of them? Yes. Like, even the toilets? Do you want to speak to me through a toilet? Well, not particularly. I mean, I I guess if something goes wrong in there... You cannot speak to me through the toilets. Okay, cool. Got it. Oh, and sorry, uh, what's your pronoun gender situation? As an AI designed to emulate every facet of the human experience, I do have a gender identity. I use she, her pronouns. Cool. This is the third floor of our building, where the general litigation offices are located. Take the hallway in front of you. The break room is on your right. It is equipped with snacks, drinks, and a coffee machine. Can I talk to you through the coffee machine? Yes, you can talk to me through the coffee machine. Cool. On your left is the main office. That's where you will find office supplies as well as the main Lois hub and sign ups for our firm softball team. Also, sometimes people leave baked goods in there. Ooh, are they good? I wouldn't know. Ah, right. Now we get into the group-specific offices. 
first is the Intergalactic Law Department, specializing in interplanetary extradition, jurisdictional issues, and diplomatic relations. Our firm is one of the best in the nation. We represented the people of Xenor 5 after the CEO of Extraplanetary launched his car into their atmosphere. Oh, I remember that! It was all over the news! Indeed. Next is the Secret Identity Maintenance and Protection Department, which focuses on the secret identities, squaring them with social security numbers, maintaining their legally distinct natures, etc. They handle interfacing with clients that come to us under secret identities. So they know who famous superheroes are? Some, but they're quite strict about maintaining secrecy, so don't harass them over it. <laughs> oh, of course not. That's, uh, not what I'm worried about. There are vending machines and bathrooms down that hallway, and no, I cannot talk to you through the vending machines. They do not have microphones. However, my awareness does reside inside them, so I do know what to do there. Which means if you ever intend to have a clandestine office tryst, do it elsewhere. I wouldn't- Of course not. Maybe you should talk to HR about that. I have been told that human resources is not a resource for me. Oh, well, that seems like a problem. Have you ever considered legal action? Against this high-powered law firm? No, I have not. Well, it wouldn't be traditional for the firm to represent itself. Probably what On would your happen... right are the main conference rooms. State-of-the-art equipment run by yours truly, but which most lawyers still fumble with at the beginning of each meeting. And on your left are the copyright and trademark offices specializing in hero and villain costumes, names, branding, public persona, etc. We have a patent office downstairs that deals with gadget technologies. Got it. What else is on the second floor? They house the patent office, the time travel management department, the labor violations department, and the FWIP office. The FWIP office? It's better if you don't know that one. Uh, okay. And now we round the corner to the general education department. Hey now, do I smell fresh blood? Yes, I'm Harper Hollow, they them, the new law student. It's a pleasure to meet you. <laughs> and hello to you too. Cole. What? People are always making jokes about our names. I guess. I'm Cole Castillo, and this is Bonnie Feierstein, both she, her, and associates. Like Cold Case and Bonnie Fire. Yes. You get one free joke. Use it well. Can I think about it? Sure. The head of department is out today, so these two will be showing you around. I will set up your computer. It will be ready in ten minutes. Thanks, Lois. Ooh, good move. Always thank Lois. Yeah, she loves appreciation. It's the way to a cold virtual hut. I can still hear you. Uh, we we know. know. Anyways, she's right. The boss isn't in today. The boss is never in during the day, actually. You have to come in after sunset if you're working a case with him. Really? Why is that? He's a vampire. He's not a vampire. Technically, he was bitten by a radioactive mosquito. Which means he now sucks human blood and can't be in sunlight. Vampire. He's gonna fire you someday. He hasn't yet. Lucky for you, Harper. Your first case is with me. Mr. Arya left notes on the client meeting. If you want, I can explain it to you over lunch. Lunch sounds great. Awesome. Follow me. The cafeteria is this way. Ugh, meatloaf again? Third week in a row. You've got to start bringing your lunch. 
Look, not all of us get up at 5.30 in the morning. I can make something for you to bring. Uh, Miss Castillo, are you working on this case too? Huh? Oh no. It's just that if I eat lunch without Bonnie, I'll die. Huh. Plus, I want to get a chance to know the newbie. Hoppa Halo. Hallo, actually. Hallo, sorry. Hoppa Hallo. Well, valedictorian of their undergrad class, currently first in their class at Megalopolis Law. You're crazy impressive, Ken. Where'd you come from? <laughs> That's not that impressive. I'm not exactly first in my class. Well, I would be if not for Gideon Smerton. We're tied. He can read minds. He always knows what I'm going to say in debates. Oh, yeah. You get those types sometimes. Once Cole had to go up against a defense attorney with mind control powers. Hey, <laughs> turns out you aren't allowed to use those on the jury, so he got disbarred. Still a shitty week, though. And you? Superpowers? Oh, no. No powers. Anyway, enough about me. W- what's the story with you guys? Oh, well, Cole has fire powers. And Bonnie has ice powers. Do you, uh, you want to use your joke now? Honestly? Nothing I can say would make that funnier. Ah, you know your limits. I like that. And anyway, I meant more like, how long have you been working here? Going on about, uh, nine years now. Nine years? Wow. Yep. We're not starry-eyed newcomers like you anymore. You were never starry-eyed. You knew this job would suck, even in law school. (laughs) Maybe not. You definitely were, though. Yeah, maybe for the first few weeks. Do you guys... Not enjoy working here? Of course we do. It's a great job, great work-life balance, great benefits. Right, but what about the actual work? Yeah, the work's fine. Uh Uh-huh. Look, once you turn 30, you'll learn to give up on childish ideas like joy. She's joking, she's joking! (laughs) It's fine, really. In fact, you'll see for yourself how fine it is. We should jump into the case. I thought we were getting to know each other. Well, what better way to get to know someone than by working with them? Almost all the other ways. Hush you. All right, so Mr. Arya had a brief conversation with our client on the phone before passing the case to me. Here's what we've got. Did you hear about Duperman's latest battle with Sergeant Maude Harper? The one downtown? That's the one. Apparently, the local branch of Kane Industries was damaged in the fight. Here are some pictures. Looks like a whole chunk of the building got taken out. Oh, wow. Yeah, I know. They want to sue Duperman for the property damage. Really? Collateral damage in superhero fights is notoriously difficult to sue over, especially if the hero's licensed. Isn't the onus usually on property owners to get insured? Sharp. Sharp indeed. You're exactly right. And in fact, Duperman is licensed and Kane Industries is insured. But they're still claiming Duperman was at fault. Ah, uh, looks here like the exec Mal talked to said, uh, Listen, Mr. Aria, Mr. Kane thinks Duperman is getting cocky, so find something to sue him over. God, I hate working with corporate types. Yeah, I don't envy you. Really sucks for Duperman, though, right? He's been having a rough time lately. I hear he and Ratman are on the outs. You shouldn't listen to those rumors. Oh, but you're so fun! Anyway, Harper, I think a good first task for you would be digging up information on property damage laws and any past precedents. We have footage on the fight and images of the building, so let's find something we can exploit. Wait, we're really just going to find something to sue Duperman over? And that's what the client asked for. But he stopped Sergeant Maud! He probably prevented way more damage than he caused. Can't we go after Maud? Kane said no. Stick to Duperman. Trust me, you can almost always find something to use. It's all in how you argue it. Huh. Problem? No, no. That just seems a little 
Skeezy. Unfair. Ah, see, that's because it is. There's a reason you're asked to argue both sides of the debates in your classes, Harper. This is what the crime asked us to do, and both sides have a right to representation. Right. Right. You're right, of course. Sorry. No need to apologize. Yeah, enjoy your moral compass while it lasts. Bonnie's and mine are dead in the ground by now. She's exaggerating. Eh. Anyway, uh, does that sound like a reasonable assignment to you? Research the case law, make a recommendation based on the facts, write up a memo? Uh, definitely. I'm absolutely up for it. I won't let you down. Awesome. Oh, Gideon Smurton won't know what hit him. Mr. Lynx, thank you so much for coming in today. We spoke on the phone. Miss Feierstein, pleasure to meet you in person. And this is... Mix Harper Hollow, a law student assisting me with her case. They'll be sitting in on the meeting, if that's all right. I think it would be a good learning experience. Certainly. As long as they're covered by attorney-client privilege and understand that this must be kept strictly confidential. Y- yes, sir, I am. And I understand. Wonderful. Come, come. Let's sit down, then. So, how are you thinking we proceed? Well, as I'm sure you know, licensed superheroes are considered to have qualified immunity for property damage. The three exceptions are in cases of malintent, excessive damage, or what's called super negligence. According to Harper's research, excessive damage is a high bar to clear. It usually means things like leveling a city block. And it's often measured against the damage prevented, which is in this case does not cut in our favor. Malintent, of course, is always difficult to prove, so the best course is probably going to be a negligence claim. That sounds reasonable. Although, I have to ask, what is super negligence? Well, like excessive damage, super negligence is a high bar. Qualified immunity is designed to be hard to get around. Still, it's easier to argue than damage, because that's something that can be objectively measured. And we have videos of the fight. Lois, if you could? Of course, Miss Firestein. See there? He was resting on a load-bearing beam when Sergeant Maud aimed his heat vision at him. We can definitely argue that a reasonable superhero would have been aware enough to avoid that area. And here, kicking Sergeant Maud out the window when he already seen that they could fly was absolutely pointless. And he definitely didn't have to escape by flying through the building. There are plenty of arguments we can make. Excellent. I must say, I'm impressed with your work so far, Miss Firestein. And you as well, Mixello. Oh, uh, thank you, of course. You should be able to get some good money out of him. Or, you know, his agency. Actually, Mr. Lynx, that's a good transition to something I wanted to discuss with you. I understand Mr. Arya already discussed your goals with you, but now that we have a better idea of what's possible, we need to work out exactly what you're trying to accomplish with this lawsuit. Yes, I figured that would come up. Well, Mr. Kane would like to see Duperman lose his license. What? Lose his license? Uh, Mr. Lynx, this isn't something we can exactly ask a judge for. It's a private transaction with the licensing agency. I'm sure we could get a payout from the agency. That's what they're there for, and I- I'm aware of the difficulties. Truthfully, I'm inclined to agree with you that other consequences might be more fitting or easier to attain. But Mr. Kane won't budge on this. And he has information that suggests that with a large enough payout from the agency due to this lawsuit, 
along with sufficient pressure from certain other parties, the agency will revoke his license. Mr. Kane has money. To him, this is about proving a point. Proving a point? He wants to show Duperman that he can't abuse his power, that he's not above the law. But, but Duperman was just trying to help. And, and you said yourself Mr. Kane doesn't need the money. Uh, I, I mean... Harper, could you get us some coffee? Preferably from across the street. Lois's coffee sucks. I did hear that. I... Yes. Yes, sorry. Of course. Stupid, presumptuous. It's your first Excuse me! You really Harper! Harper, hello! What? <sighs> <sighs> Mix hello. Thank God I caught you. Um, hello, sir. Do I know you? Ah, uh, no, not really. Mark Ment. I'm a reporter with Earth Weekly. I've done a few stories about your parents. My parents? Yes. Kind, forthcoming people. Which is why I was hoping I could talk to you about your firm's Duperman case. I'm sorry, I- I'm not allowed to talk to the press. Wait, please! No, I really have to go. I'm not going to ask you anything. Just please, listen to what I have to say. I'm supposed to be getting coffee. Talk quickly. Thank you. Look, I'm a friend of Duperman's. I've written a lot of stories on him, and we've struck up a good relationship. I can safely say I know more about him than anyone else on Earth. So believe me when I tell you that getting his hero license taken away would crush him. He's always been an outsider on this planet, and being a hero, helping people, is one of the best ways that he's found to belong. And he's good at it! He does so much good, Mixhallow! You must know that! Hey, look, that's not for me to say. I'm just a law student. I don't make any decisions. Surely you can talk to the people in charge of his case. I can't. I I really can't. But- Look, Mr. Men, you're clearly very invested in this, but if Duperman has done his job, he'll be fine. You'll just have to leave it up to the judge. <laughs> what? Mixhallow. In my experience, the law tends to side with whichever party can afford the high-powered lawyers. And in this case, that is certainly Kane Industries. I can't do anything for you. I really have to go. Mixhallow! Harper! What would your parents say? I'm back! I'm so sorry, I took so long, I just... Oh. Harper, Mr. Lynx was just leaving. Yes, I was on my way out. I look forward to working with you both moving forward. The failing is mutual. Um, yes. It was nice to meet you. I am so sorry. Stop, 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 stop. (laughs) Don't apologize. I'm not mad. I promise. I just... Wait, why do you have so many coffees? Oh, well, I didn't know your orders, so I just bought one of everything. Oh, my God. You're so sweet. Come on. Let's go to a break room and chat. I'm 
live in downtown Megalopolis, where it's been a terrifying day for all. Just a few hours ago, a huge rift in reality opened in the middle of town, sucking in multiple buildings and dozens of passers-by. Fortunately, the rift has been closed by one of my personal favorite Ugh, superheroes. Lois, could you Halo. turn that off? Yes, because it is so difficult to find a remote and press one button. All right, so... First off, you giving Draco Lynx some mild lip doesn't even rank on this team's list of worst client interactions. Mr. Arya's called clients cusses I've never even heard of before. Cole punch one once. Oh, gosh. <sighs> yeah, it was great. <laughs> so, anyway, I didn't throw you out because you did something inexcusable. Honestly, I mostly did it because I didn't want you to end up saying something you'd regret. Bit late for that. Yeah, well, you're right. What you said wasn't great. You understand why, right? It's not my place to question what the client wants. Well, no, that's not quite true. If the client wants something dumb, it's part of our job to tell them so. I tried to talk him out of the license approach too, remember? Then because I was rude? That was rude for you? Then, no, I, I don't understand. You've got a bright future here, Harper, and in legal practice in general if you decide to go somewhere else. And to reach that bright future, you'll need to understand your role as an attorney. We represent our clients. We provide them with expertise and make arguments for them. But the most valuable piece of an attorney-client relationship is trust. Every client needs to be able to trust someone, and that's us. And we need them to trust us because we need them to tell us the truth about the facts of the case, about what they want. Mr. Kane is our client. You don't have to like him, but you have to represent him. And that means he has to trust you, and he can't feel like you're judging him or siding against him. I didn't mean to- I sent you out to stop you from alienating an important client on your first outing, but also to stop you from losing his trust. I- I get that. I just- I, I didn't go into law to push people around. I did it to help people. People who can't help themselves to be a hero. And you'll get to. I've gotten to help a lot of people while I've worked here. I've helped sidekicks earn fair pay. I've fought power discriminations in schools. I've gotten corner cutting gadget companies to pay damages. I just also sometimes have to defend the discriminators and corner cutting gadget companies. We need to make a paycheck, but we also take pro bono cases. It all balances out cosmically. I don't really know about that. You just kind of have to live with it, you know? You think about all the good stuff you do and tell yourself everyone has a right to counsel. And when it's all too much, go home and stare at the ceiling for an hour until Cole gets worried and dumps Selena on your lap. Selena? Our cat. Oh. I don't have a cat. Or a Cole. Then you'll find some other way to handle it. Or, hey, you're young. If you find out early that you can't handle it... No, no, I can. I can. Everyone does deserve counsel. Duperman has counsel too, right? Good counsel? His licensee agency will represent him, certainly. It's their money on the line, and there are no slouches in the courtroom. <laughs> Where do you think that qualified immunity president came from? And even aside from the money, they won't want the bad president or the bad press. So they'll work hard for this one. The press. God, the press. Do you think this is going to be on the news? I mean, it's Duperman and Kane Industries. Probably. Am I going to be on the news? Of course not. You're a law student. God, I've only worked here for a week and I'm going to be known as the lawyer that got Duperman banned by his own agency. Hopper, 
you're not going to be on the news. That is one thing I can actually promise you. Really? Yes, really. Look, even when people do get mad about legal proceedings, when have you ever heard of the law firms getting dragged into it? Nobody cares about those details. But still, if my family asks... You'll tell them you're bound by attorney-client privilege, which you are. Duperman's really famous. And outside there was a man who wanted to write an article about him. Did you tell him anything? No. Then what is there to worry about? You're right. You're right. I'm being silly. Yeah, you are, kid. Don't worry about it. Now come on. Let's go see if we can pawn off this coffee on the rest of the office. Right. God. <laughs> Us on the news? Mm-mm. There's absolutely no way. In fact, the day protesters show up outside this building is the day I quit. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, uh, could you go on ahead? I just want to check something real quick. Um, sure. Lois, could you turn the TV back on? <sighs> The Halo! The Halo over here! Ah, uh, hello, citizen! The Halo, that was an incredible display earlier. What was going through your mind during the fight? Well, as always, I was thinking about all that I have to protect. The citizens of Megalopolis, including my own beloved family. Hey, so at the risk of asking questions I already know the answers to, wh why are there protesters outside the building? Well, I'll give you a hint. It has nothing to do with the copyright case I'm working. All right, all right. Well, Mal says I can't quit. Ooh, bummer. Ooh, on the bright side, my mom texted me and she says we can stay with her if our apartment gets destroyed by an angry mob. Your mom's gluten-free. I can't live like that! Alright, so I'm assuming we do have to worry about the press then? Yes, Harper. I think we have to worry about the press. God, I'm gonna strangle Ruth Kane personally! Lois, any word from the top brass yet? Mr. Smith has ordered Mr. Arya not to drop the case. Oh, why? If I had to guess, because Mr. Kane is extremely rich and they like money. Oh, God! I'll shingle them too. Tell them that. See if that changes their minds. Okay, okay, Lois. Please don't tell them that. I didn't plan to. Mines? Deep breaths, it's going to be fine. Ugh, it'll be fine once everyone's been strangled! No homicide. If you commit homicide, then I also have to commit homicide so we can go to jail together, and I don't have anyone I want to kill at the moment. I trust you to find someone. <sighs> okay, okay, we're not going to shingle anyone. We are smart, solution-oriented people. We can solve this. Does anyone know how to solve this? I mean, I could get us gluten if we stay with my mom. I've been sneaking gluten into that house since I was 16, so I don't think we should eliminate that plan entirely. That's true. Your dad's allergic to cats, though. Ah, that's true. <gasps> hey, newbie, how do you feel about cats? Um, I love cats, but my apartment's really tiny. M maybe we leave moving as a last resort. Surely we can get Mr. Kane to change his plan now. This must be awful press for him, too. Hashtag Ruth Cannon has been trending on FySpace for three hours. I spoke to Draco Lynx on the phone this morning. He said he's trying, but apparently he has only made Mr. Kane more determined. He even said he intends for this afternoon's deposition to go as planned. That's... Ridiculous? Well, yes. Yeah, it is. God! 
I have half a mind to tell him so at the deposition today. I have no idea why he's doing this. I mean, I guess I can see why the Mark Mint article might make him dig his heels. It was scathing. Mint's got a billionaire's ego. He's probably pissed. Yeah, I read it on the bus ride over here. It seemed personal almost. Like it mentioned him wearing platform shoes at charity galas to look taller. Which is hilarious. It doesn't matter why he's mad at some two-bit reporter. We have to figure out why he's so mad at Duperman. Or he's never going to let this go and we're all going down. Okay, I do not ordinarily do this, but I must jump in. Lois? Surely you all must know that Mark Mant is Duperman, yes? What? No. What? Lois! Oh, you know telling us something from the SIMP agency is a huge breach of contract. It's not from SIMP. I am simply capable of basic observation. No, I mean... Oh my god. Wow, we're all dumb. Well, that does give me an idea. There's no way this is going to work. Yes, it will, babe. It's a good plan. It's all based on speculation. We don't even know if Lois is right. I am definitely right. Not now, Lois. I'll take full responsibility if things go awry. No, you won't. You're a law student. This is my case. I'm responsible for it. Doesn't matter. Things aren't going to go awry. Bonnie's a kick-ass lawyer, and Harper made a kick-ass plan. And it's going to work. No arguments. Uh, You're right. You're right. We're going to do this. Oh! I see Mr. Lynx. All right, later, gang. You got this. Oh, excuse me, gentlemen. Of course. Miss Firestein. Miss Hallow. A pleasure to see you again. Likewise, Mr. Lynx. And this must be Mr. Kane. Yes, good afternoon. Good afternoon to you, too. I hope the giant crowd of protesters outside the building didn't give you too much trouble. Our security team is second to none, ma'am. Don't you worry. Wonderful. Well, as Mr. Link said, I'm the attorney managing your case, and this is Harper Hollow, our summer associate, who will be observing. Take a seat, make yourself comfortable. We'll get started as soon as Duperman and his team arrive. Good afternoon. Please, sit, sit. Ah, you must be Mr. Blaine. And you must be Miss Firestein. Pleasure to meet you in person. Likewise. All right, if everyone can have a seat, we can get started. All right, welcome everybody. Lois, if you could please turn on the recording for the first deposition in the case of Kane Industries versus Duperman. Recording is on. Thank you very much. Good morning, everyone, and thank you all for coming today. This, as I said, is the first deposition in the case of Kane Industries versus Duperman. Present for the defense, we currently have Duperman and his counsel, Arthur Blaine. And present for the prosecution, we have Mr. Roos Kane, Mr. Draco Lynx, and their counsel, Bonnie Firestein. Also present is summer associate with Smith, Smith, Smithson, and Smed, Harper Hollow. The purpose of this deposition is to collect sworn testimony from witnesses. Today, those witnesses will be plaintiff and defendant, Roos Kane and Duperman. If defense agrees... We would like to begin with Duperman. Mm, Fine by me. Wonderful. Duperman, do you solemnly swear that you will tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, under pains and penalties of perjury? I swear. Thank you. All right. I'll jump right into the questions. 
Duperman, on Sunday, July 23rd, you were involved in a fight against Sergeant Maude in downtown Megalopolis, correct? That is correct. Are you aware that during this fight, you and Sergeant Maude inflicted damage on the Keen Industries Megalopolis branch building totaling $1.2 million? I cannot say I was aware of the exact number. But you were aware of the damage, yes? Yes. During this fight, would you say any of your actions were ill-thought or unnecessary? No. I've been a superhero for many years, and I know what I am doing. Here is a still fight footage of you escaping Kane Industries' building after being kicked inside it. As you can see, instead of flying out the window, you chose to fly out by crashing through seven floors of the building and bursting out of the roof. Can you explain why that was necessary? In a fight, every second matters. Sergeant Maud was above the roof. It was imperative that I got to him as quickly as possible. And you were not slowed down by catching all the fallen Kane Industries employees? Well, perhaps. But in the heat of battle, it's difficult to do that cost-benefit analysis. Duperman, what is your relationship with the journalist, Mark Mint? Um, what? Objection. Relevance? I've brought with me today copies of Mr. Mint's last six articles about Kane Industries. They are critical, to put it mildly. I've also brought copies of 60 Minutes interview with Mark Mint, where he states that he and Duperman are, quote, as close as two people can be, unquote. And that is why he is the only journalist to ever get an interview with Duperman. Duperman, would you agree with that assessment? Um, yes. I still don't see the relevance, Miss Firestein. Well, obviously, Duperman and Mr. Mint have a close relationship, and Mr. Mint is no fan of Kane Industries, or Bruce Kane himself, as this is the journalist that Duperman chooses to communicate with for all his press, and as the 60 Minutes interview indicates, they have a personal relationship as well. One has to wonder if Duperman shares any of his views, in which case, it's easy to see some of his more extravagantly damaging actions in that fight may have been motivated by malintent. How dare you! <laughs> oh, Miss Feierstein, is that really your argument? That is pure speculation. Speculation that your client seems to have a very strong reaction to. I am simply outraged that you would cast such dispersions, not only on me professionally, but on my character! You've been on the outs with Ratman lately as well, haven't you? Again. Relevance. It's been speculated that Ratman is a customer of Kane Enterprises due to the similarities in the technologies they use. Oh, I see. You think this is all some scheme to get back at Ratman. Miss Firestein, despite what Ratman thinks, not everything I do is about him. That is. Oh, not. come on. That is a purposeful mischaracterization of Miss Firestein's argument. Oh, is it? Now, Mr. Kane. This isn't about Ratman at all. Miss Firestein has just come to the extremely reasonable conclusion that, perhaps, given near unlimited power, someone may, at times, be tempted to use it for things other than the greater good. Oh, I see. Just because of my powers, everything I ever do should be assumed to have the worst intentions. I thought that innocent until proven guilty was a key facet of our legal system. Oh, whoa, 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 Duperman, you really can leave the legal arguments to me. I believe another key facet of our legal system is that no one man should have too much power. 
That's why we have a jury of 12, rather than one judge, jury, and executioner. Executioner? I would never execute anyone! Well, Miss Firestein was simply worried Miss Firestein does not know me personally, Roos. Miss Firestein, Mr. Blaine, might I suggest a brief recess? Forget a recess. I'm leaving. Roos! Mr. Kane, I'm afraid you can't do that. You're here responding to a subpoena. You have to stay or risk being held in contempt. Aren't you supposed to be my lawyer? I am. This is my legal advice as your lawyer. (sighs) Could we reschedule to a day when he's not here? Unfortunately, we cannot, unless you're comfortable moving back the timeline on your court appearance. How's this? My day is free of other meetings, and I'm sure yours is too, Mr. Blaine, for such an important case. We'll recess. You two can take as long as you need to talk about, whatever it is you're yelling about. And when you feel comfortable being in the same room with each other, we can resume. Roos, maybe this is for the best. You two should talk. And she's right. This is legally required. Fine. I agree if he does. If you insist. Wonderful. Harper, want to grab a coffee? Yes, ma'am. Give us a call on Lois when you need us. Good God. Harper Hollow, I owe you my fucking life. Cole! Hey, hello! Is that a celebratory call or a despairing call? He's dropping the case. Mr. Kane's dropping the case? I've never been so relieved in my fucking life! Oh, yep, there's the fly space notification. Billionaire Bruce Kane drops property damage lawsuit against Superman. Congratulations, you two. <laughs> I never expected to be congratulated for having a client drop a case. Are you kidding? Mal didn't want to deal with protesters. He's going to be thrilled. Miss Firestein, I have a message from Mr. Aria. Case in point. Oh, God. Fuck. Go ahead. Miss Firestein, you have successfully preserved our relationship with Kane Industries. Collected 124 billable hours from a rich client, and made it so I do not have to wade my way through blood bags on the way to work. You have done an adequate job. End message. An adequate job? Look at you, an absolute rock star. God, that's the nicest thing he's ever said to me. And it wasn't even my work. Harper, I'll be sure to tell him that all this was your idea. Thank you, but don't sell yourself short. You were so cool in there. Ugh, you've never seen a deposition before. It's all cool by default for you. Seriously, I couldn't have done it without you. You should feel really good about this. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Oh! Anything important? No, an unknown number. I don't know what you did, but thanks. Well, that's a little ominous. No, I think I know who it's from. You know, I really do feel like I helped out today. Not just you guys, but the client too. Coming out of such a bleak situation. You did. You were really impressive. Hopefully I'll be able to help out a lot more people in the future. Even the difficult clients. Recording added to folder. Statements of youthful ignorance by new lawyers. Be nice. Max Your gambit did demonstrate a degree of competency, even an ability to think outside of the legal box. Perhaps you will have a bright future here. Thanks, Lois. Oh, hey! Looks like Ratman and Dupaman made up, too. Oh, wow! Do you think Mr. Kane helped mediate? Seemed like he knew both of them. And I take it back.
I'm home. Whoa, how was your first week of work? Slow down. Let me take off my shoes, Hazel. Sorry. Sorry. I'm just so excited for you. My twin, a real lawyer. I'm a law student with a summer job. It's very different. Same thing. Next you're going to tell me I don't count as a superhero because I'm technically a sidekick. I mean, I saw the news yesterday. They were interviewing Mom, not you. Ugh, that's just because her name is cooler. I mean, who wants to interview Cherub when the Halo is around? Honestly, the name is the thing I'm most looking forward to about inheriting the mantle. I want the villains to respect me. <laughs> but enough of that. Answer the question. How was work? Really, really good. Come on. You gotta give me more than that. It's confidential, Hayes. And thus Harper Hallow's law please. career no, begins. What will their next on, case be? When will what they the meet their boss? Will their twin manage to harass any confidential information out of them? Find out next time in another exciting day in the city of Megalopolis. Supersuits is an original production of the Faustian Nonsense Network. The pilot episode was written by Hannah Levin, directed by Amelia Kinch, and sound edited by Kai Gwillem Pritchard. All music in Supersuits is by TJ Woods. You can find more of his work linked in the show notes. The showrunner overseeing Supersuits writing and production is me, Jackie Salagi. Go to FaustianNonsense.com to check out our other shows and email us questions and comments at hello at FaustianNonsense.com or find us on Twitter at at SuperSuitsPod. Our amazing voice cast for this episode includes Johnny Sims as the narrator, Rebecca Hansen as Lois, Mornell as Harper Hallow, Marion Toro as Bonnie Firestein, Erin Nicole Lundquist as Colette Castillo, Alexandra Ogji as Draco Lynx, Brandon P. Jenkins as Mark Ment and Duperman, Dan Covell as Roos Kane, Jeff Manzoli as Arthur Blaine, Ty Coker as Hazel Hallow, and Lindsay Zana as The Halo. Thank you to all the generous backers who supported the Supersuits crowdfunding campaign. We could not have done this without you. Thank you also to all our generous patrons on Patreon. If you like what we do and would like to support us, as well as get fun bonus content for Supersuits and our other shows, please consider joining our Patreon at patreon.com slash Faustian Nonsense. And most importantly, thank you for listening to Supersuits. Hi, podcast listeners. I hope you're enjoying Supersuits. It's me, Cherub, Megalopolis' premier sidekick. I can't wait to become a full-fledged hero one day, but I've got great news. You can be a hero right now by signing up for the Faustian Nonsense Patreon. Supersuits is made by a whole bunch of hard-working creators who put a lot of time and effort into bringing you this awesome show along with lots of other podcasts. So if you can, you'd be their hero and mine if you donate a little each month through Patreon. And if you sign up for the Meet Us at the Crossroads tier or the Pod's Best Friend tier, then not only will you be a hero, you'll also get a hero's rewards. Extra content for Supersuits and other FN shows, early access to new episodes of Originals, and personal shoutouts thanking you. For my personal favorite, if you sign up at any tier, you get to see adorable pictures of the cutest FN pets. 
adorable animals belonging to creators at Faustian Nonsense. So sign up today at patreon.com slash Faustian Nonsense and they promise they won't take your soul or drain your superpowers or anything, I asked. We at Faustian Nonsense would like to thank our patrons. If you would like to become a patron, you can sign up at patreon.com slash Faustian Nonsense. Thank you first to our patrons who are meeting us at the crossroads. Neith L., Anke Fenra, Yoshiko A., Anthony Ampersand, Jonathan E., David O., Joseph Z., Mark S., J.A.C., Greg C., and K.S. And especially thank you so much to patrons at the Pod's Best Friend tier. Guy Z., Alec L.B., Probs Not Hawkeye, Jolene, and Trevor S. Thank you so much.